Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to do fan questions today. Yeah. Yay. It's totally fun. Yeah, we say that we take questions, and we're not lying. (laughs) We are not lying. (laughs) Well, sometimes people are like, send your question, and then you listen to the radio show or whatever, and like you never hear yours. But you'll hear yours here if you got a good question. I mean, not a good question, but I mean like a question, you know. Yeah, so we were reading through some of them today, deciding which one to do, and um, we landed on Distractable Babies. And we landed on that one because I had a couple people just today that had problems because their baby was distracted nursing. So, And I hear that a lot, too. Yeah, there's a lot of people wondering about what to do about that. Yeah, so I think it's a good one for us to do today. Do you want to read the email? Yep, this is from Susie. She says, hi, I enjoy your show. My son is 10 months old, and he is now so distractible and And so it's hard to know how to get him to nurse and to balance with solids. I nurse one to two times overnight morning before leaving the house pump three times while we are away for nine to 10 hours. He gets 10 ounces while gone. Try to nurse right when we are home and to sleep at 630 PM. He is so hard to pin down for the session right when we get home. I always nurse before solids, but sometimes he doesn't seem to take much. Any advice of this crawling, more interested in the world than nursing age would be great. (laughs) So that's a really common thing is mom worrying that baby's hungry and it's time to eat and baby is not interested. Yeah. And her baby is a little older. The ones that I saw today were right about the four month mark. I think four months, yeah, that seems to be the magic, like, ooh, look at that over there. I know. And that's really when it really kicks in. It's like right around four months, they just start becoming so distracted. They're looking all around. It's so hard to feed them. Um, and they just, they might, you know, take a couple swallows and then turn their head and look around. Or then the cat walks by or then the door slams or whatever. And they're just like. Or they're latched on and as they're turning their head completely around from your body. They have your you nipple. Know? Twisting your nipple like like <laughs> plastic man or whatever. Yeah. Plastic man. We call that nip lash. Right, yeah. But it's I mean, it's this is a real thing, people. Like if your baby has not reached this point yet, chances are they will get to this point. And it's kinda cool. I always try to try to make moms know that like developmentally this is a great place for your baby to be like they're learning they're so aware of everything that's going on around them everything is new and exciting and it's just so cool to see the world yeah their brain is growing so rapidly and now they're starting to realize that there's other things around it's totally it's totally normal oh yeah like for you first of all first off You must know that that is totally normal. And it's a good sign. Your baby is growing and learning and their brain is developing perfectly where it's supposed to be. It's amazing. This is an amazing time for them. But because they're so busy and because they're so distracted, then we tend to run into problems with feeding. 
So what can start happening is they're taking less and less time to feed, which, you know, you might go, oh, this is great. I'm not sitting here for half an hour anymore. <laughs> Your baby, I mean, they're, they're taking what they want or what they need so that they can move on to the next thing. But then a lot of people find that sometimes those babies might be waking up more during the night now because they're not eating as much during the day because they're too busy. And nighttime, they're not as distracted because it's dark, it's quiet, you're just feeding, going back to sleep, and they tend to have really good feedings during the night. So you might find that if your baby was sleeping longer stretches, they might be going to shorter stretches at this point again, which they also kind of like that four-month sleep regression period. Yeah, which is going to happen, also going to happen anytime your baby's going through like what we love to call a growth spurt. Yeah. You know, like they're going to be a little more restless. They're going to be like sleeping. Their sleep is going to be thrown off a little bit from what you would have called your routine or whatever. It's totally, totally normal. But we tend to get into these routines and then we think, oh, my gosh, OK, we're, we're on a good clip here. And then your baby totally switches it up. Yeah. So you, what I tell moms to do at this age, like your baby's not starving for sure. Like Abby was saying, like your baby's not starving they're going to take what they need and they're going to make up for it elsewhere. They're yeah. just busy and they want to do stuff. So the best thing, one of the best things to do is to take them into a really quiet, dark room, somewhere where there is less distraction and see if that helps to kind of calm them enough to get a good feeding in. Yeah. And, uh, I think it also works if you use like a baby care, if you happen to be out and about, say you're in like, you know, with family or you're any kind of social gathering where you have your baby and they're being really distracted, you can use a carrier and a lot of carriers have those little hoods. You can oh, put yeah. up the hood so that they can't really see anything or put like a little blanket over there. I'm not telling you to cover <laughs> while you're breastfeeding in public, which you're allowed to do if you want, but you don't have to. The other reason that people do it sometimes is because their babies are really distracted. Mm -hmm. And so they'll put like a little blanket or something over their head so they can't see. <laughs> And it's not mean. It's just helping them calm down a little bit and while they eat and then take it off. Yeah. Sometimes walking around, like if you are, you know, out somewhere, mm -hmm. that can help a little bit because you are, you're moving and that's soothing for them and, you know, kind of helps them to kind of get into that groove. It is a really, it's a, it's a big problem. What we don't want you to do is to think that, you know, your baby's not getting enough to eat, you start supplementing with bottles, or you start, you know, supplementing more because you feel like that's going to help your baby sleep better. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing is that this is completely normal, and they're going to, like, they'll eventually even out just like they did before. It's totally normal. And then you have to just find ways to, like, you know, they're going to – your baby's not going to starve themselves to death because they're looking at the shiny lights. No. Like, if your baby's really hungry – they're going to eat. They're just going to, you know, they're, they're not all that hungry right now because everything is really interesting and they're going to fill up at night, which is going to mean that you might be up more at night. And then you can go back to the previous episode that we have about co-sleeping, <sighs> which is going to help you uh, get a little more sleep at night. Which and is one of the most popular episodes we have. Well, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That's one of the most popular episodes we have. Yes, because, yes, because people are like, I need more sleep. Mm -hmm. And there's your answer. And I'm not saying that you're not going to be like woken up by your baby during the night, but you don't have to get up 
like walk down the hallway, bump into the walls, like <laughs> pull yourself on the stairs. Like your baby's just right there. And it's scientifically proven with research that moms that co-sleep get more sleep than moms that don't. That's true. And okay. This is not our co-sleeping episode, but that's something that can really help when, you know, when your baby is, is making up for it at night, you know, it's a good thing. They're getting that milk that you were worried that they weren't getting. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. You absolutely have to know there's absolutely nothing wrong because your baby's up more at night. But you know, it's just a developmental thing, and it's totally normal. developmental. It's nothing to do with the feeds. It affects the feeds, but it has nothing yeah. to do with it. Right? There's nothing wrong with your feeds. Right? Not at all. And that's always the first thing we go to, right? As moms, I must be doing something wrong with the feeding. Maybe the baby's not getting enough milk. What's yes. happening? It's it's yeah, nighttime, so my milk is not. Yeah, that's the main. Your main role right now is just feeding your baby, right? I mean, they don't do anything else. So your main job is to feed them. And so that's like the first worry is like, oh, my God, I'm not feeding them right. Or they're not getting enough milk. That concern of I'm not, they're not getting enough milk, which is so rarely the case. Right. But I feel like if, the, yeah. if oh, you yeah. tell somebody, my baby's up now at night or it's, you know, my baby's five months old and he used to sleep so great. And now he's up all the time. Somebody is going to tell you they're not getting enough to eat during the day. Yeah. It's because you're they're not nursing and they must not be getting enough milk. You need yeah. to start solids or you need to start giving bottles because that's what will help. And that's yeah. not, and that's that's not, not true. the case. Yeah. They're just distracted. They're distracted. Sometimes you get distracted too. You know what? I have noticed and here is like I am I'm 41 years old and I have a routine through the week. You know, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays is the day that we record this podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's the day that my mom comes and takes care of my kids, help, you know, during the day while I'm, you know, go around the house doing my work. That's when I get a lot of work done. And I know for a fact that I eat less on Wednesdays because I'm running around busy. Right. I'm just distracted. So I eat less. That's, you know, and I, I'm not starving by all means, by any means am I starving. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably got enough like reserves here to make it a few weeks, but I, I eat less just because I'm distracted and I'm totally fine. It's just how the days go. You know, when you're at like, you know, you're at a anything, you know, you're out during the day, you're doing something, you're more busy. You just, you know, ra rather than the day that you're just kind of sitting around at home. You eat more. Yeah. It's totally normal. Your baby's just doing the same thing. Right. It's totally normal. Now, the other thing that we see, too, is this, this mom that was um, sent us an email, she had also mentioned, you know, that she was at work, right? And then would come home. Yeah. And mm -hmm. babies tend to, like, really miss you a lot, too. Yeah, that baby's so excited to see his mom. No. So he doesn't want to nurse. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, nursing's fun, too. But he's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited but now he wants to be up with his mama half the night because he didn't see her all day. Yeah. That's a yeah. very real thing. Yep. And I mean, I was, I was home with my kids when they were that age. So I didn't have to deal with that, but I've had a lot of friends that have had babies and a lot of clients, of course, that have had babies that the babies sleep good, you know, pretty good stretches. And then mom goes back to work and they're mm -hmm. up every couple hours again. 
And that's just, that's their time to be with their mother. Yeah. And again, co-sleeping. Go back to the episode because it might be something that you're really nervous about. Um, a lot of people are because we live in this culture where co-sleeping is not the popular you know, thing to do. There's a lot of fear around it. Mm-hmm. But go back to that episode and listen to like all of these, you know, there's, there's, it's totally safe. And, and you can do it and it'll help, you know, help you sleep and it'll help your baby get to be by you, yeah. which is what they want. Yeah. Somebody had asked me yesterday, do babies that are formula fed get, do mothers of babies that are formula fed get better sleep? And I was like, and of course she was in like the first three weeks and tired and, you know, the whole ordeal. And I was like, no, the research shows that breastfeeding moms get more sleep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what, that's definitely what the research shows. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, don't, don't feel like, you know, oh, if I were, you know, bottle feeding, it would be so different. It would be so easy. It would be so, you know, whatever. It's really, it's not, this is just a developmental thing that your baby's going through. And yeah, I think a lot of times people say this too. They'll say like, oh, I started my baby on formula and they slept like eight hours straight or my baby started solids and that night they slept all the way through. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to tell people that they're not reliable, you know, interpreters of their own experiences, but, but it's generally a coincidence or it's that one time. Yeah. You know, just because it was something new and something different and it was usually more related to like this new experience that just exhausted them than like, oh, formula makes them sleep better. Right. Or starting solids really like helps them, you know, have a full belly and sleep a long time. Well, you know, I get a little, I get a little freaked out about it and I'll, I'll say that here on the podcast, but I don't usually tell my clients this, you know, totally upfront. If they say to me, oh, I give her formula because he sleeps better. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, that's their, you know, that's their thing, that's their prerogative, whatever. But we know that the breast milk is easier for them to digest. Mm-hmm. We know that the breast milk is lighter for them. Um, the formula is very heavy. That's why they sleep longer because the formula right. is heavy and it doesn't digest. That is not a good thing. Right. That really right. is not a good thing. We do not want our babies being so full and heavy that they can't wake themselves up. Because that is, that's a trigger. We want them to be able to wake themselves up in these sleep cycles, which means we have to feed them, yes, but we want them in those lighter sleep cycles because then they can wake themselves up. Yes. Right. I feel like you're really really drugging them with food to get them to sleep longer. Yeah. You don't want them to sleep sleep longer because that can actually be problematic. Yeah. This is normal yeah. stuff, but I think we look at society and we go, oh, you know, this book says that they should be sleeping, you know, eight hours by this age. And this oh my book God, says that they don't what is that? Sleep or eating during the night. And it's like, but nobody counts for the fact that your baby is so distracted and learning about the world. So they're making up for that feeding overnight. Nobody counts for, you know, teething. So they're getting up to be fussy during the night or whatever. It's like babies just, they go through cycles just like we do. Yeah. I, I remember with Jack when I had Jack and he must have been an infant if not a newborn because I left this pediatrician very very early on and she said to me like how long how many how many hours does he sleep and I was like well I didn't even understand the question because I'm like what 
like, when, how, what do you mean? Like, when do we go to bed and then wake up in the morning? She's like, no, how many, how many hours? What's the longest stretch of hours that he's all the way asleep? And I was like, I don't know, a couple. And she was like, what? She was like, that's not, that's, that's unusual. He should be able, to, he should be sleeping 12 hours now. Oh my God. 12 hours. This woman told me. And I was a new mom, but I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound right. No, he's not a teenager. Like, oh, right. <laughs> come on. Which is also, that's like not normal. I mean, it's normal for your teenager, but like, it's also like, get up. Right. You know, get up. Stop it's sleeping. Dude, you don't need 12 hours of sleep. Nobody does. Uh, I've had several moms come to me worried that their baby's not sleeping longer stretches and that their baby's brain is not going to grow. I don't know where this is coming from, but I'm like, <laughs> that's when your baby's grow up. Baby brain is growing the most. Like, no, they're, but they only slept, you know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there. She doesn't nap enough. I don't know if her brain is going to grow. I don't know if she's going to get, is she getting enough? Because the book said that the baby should have, you know, 20 hours of sleep or whatever, like a freaking what? Like a lion. Don't they sleep like 22 hours a day or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not like your baby's brain is growing and developing because he skipped a nap a couple of days doesn't mean he's you know not gonna yeah, you can't stop you really can't I mean I guess you can stop their brain from growing if you do terrible things but you can't just their brain's not gonna stop growing from going through like normal oh that's why things are so crazy because their brain is growing so fast they're like, okay, now I'm awake. Now I'm asleep. Now I'm awake. And this week I'm going to sleep a lot. And then this week I'm not going to sleep at all. I'm just going to drive my mom insane. My <laughs> brain is growing so fast. They're just going through all of these developmental things. We really, we take for granted everything that we already know how to do. Yeah. You know, and it's so crazy because you would think that like, I don't know, like we have these babies and I wish we could go back to having to experience everything again, to what it's like to figure out how to suck, to what it's like to figure out how to breathe, yeah. have zero circadian rhythm and have no idea about your sleeping pattern. I mean, they have to learn all of this. Yeah, they do. Right. That's all that that's a thing. Yeah. That's the thing. They have to learn. All of it's learned. I mean, breastfeeding is learned. Like living is a learned thing. Oh. Yeah, so distractible babies, man. It's totally normal. And so you can go to a a dark room, like Diane said. Yeah. You can wear a carrier, put the little flap up, or use a little scarf if you're someplace where you can't get to a quiet room. Um, What else can people do? You can... Did you have a nursing necklace? I was just going to say that. Were you? <laughs> Great minds. I was like... Yeah. So I was going to say, like, have something like a necklace or even like a little handheld toy or something that like they can hold so that they don't have to like, you know, that. so then they're like not turning around for what's interesting. They can hold it and face you at the same time. But it can only they can only have that toy or that nursing necklace or whatever while they're feeding. Oh, that's a good idea. So that's the, like they'll learn to associate that with nursing. Right. That's a great idea. But what fun is it if you can play with it all the time? Yeah, I know. I go, yeah, I go through that right now. My three and my six year old. I'm going, no, I'm going to the chiropractor once a week. And like, 
we just have like they are just like we don't have a lot of rules in this house. I'm one of those crazy unschooling moms, and like, you know, we get to the chiropractor, and I'm like, you know, God, I wish I could like shovel them some chocolate or shovel like something so that they'll leave me alone just for an adjustment. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got no leverage, man. These kids can do whatever they want. <laughs> and they're like, what? I already had chocolate. I'm like, crap. I got to have like my chiropractor. Like I have to, I already started inventing my, oh, I, that's so funny. Cause I went to the store today and I was like, I need a little chiropractor, like goodie bag that they could only have when they're at the chiropractor. Oh yeah. And so then it's like, okay, I got my goodie bag and every week it'll be something different. You know, so then they'll be distracted for the, you know, half an hour that it takes. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is same, same, you know, philosophy. It is the same philosophy. You know, and you're always going to have to figure out a way to, like, entertain your child while you're trying to get something done. Yeah. And that's no different than this. You got to entertain your child while you're trying to feed them. So, you're yeah. And also, and also, if you can't, if they're just not, if they're too excited... Don't worry about it. Don't try to force them. Don't freak out that they're starving. Don't like hold their head onto your breast and try to get them to latch on. Like just, just let it, you know, you can just let it go. Cause they will eat when they're, when they're hungry. They will. They will. Right. I mean, yeah, right. It's okay to like, if you've worked for 15, 20 minutes to try to get them to nurse, like just try again later. It is not the end of the world. Sometimes they'll take no. a little bit and then go play and then come back and take a little bit more and then go play and then come back. It's like, yeah, that's what they, that's true. That's totally what they start to do. Yeah. And it's nice because they're, because they're exploring and this is perfect because they're starting to explore the world. They're starting to like, maybe go a little bit farther away from you than they used to. And then they'll come back and check in with you. Right. Oh, my, my mom's still here. Okay. I'll go a little bit farther. Come back. Oh, my mom's still here. So yeah, it's absolutely normal and totally healthy. Oh, I don't. I think you should encourage it. Like, I mean, yeah, that might sound don't crazy, to force but... them to not. Yeah, right. You don't have to force them to nurse. You can just let them do it. They'll. They're gonna come back and they're gonna nurse. They will. I promise. Yeah. But they just, you know, now that I think of <laughs> this, will be the mom who's like, "How do I wean my child?" When, when they're, they're like four, four. You know, how do I wean him? It's like you were the same one who was worried that he was not breastfeeding enough. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> You know, my kids, they all weaned right around like 14, 15 months, something like that, 16 months. And, and this is course, like I've said a zillion times, like I had no idea what I was doing when I had my kids. I was just kind of playing it by ear, figuring mm -hmm. it out as I went along. And they kind of weaned themselves. Like as soon as they were able to walk on their own and they were mobile, they were like, mm -hmm. they couldn't, they were wiggling to get off my lap and they were ready to go. I didn't realize that that was a distraction thing. You know, I probably could have yeah. breastfed them for several months on if I just took them into a, a dark room or I tried again another time or, you know, but I didn't know that. I just thought that they were done. Yeah. And yeah. Now That's I know what a lot of moms think. Yeah. Yeah. That like nursing strikes or developmental stages that they're going through, people think, oh, they're weaning. No. But because you know what? Breastfeeding, breastfeeding evolves. I mean, I breastfed a child who I believe now at six and a half is weaned Aww. and this happened you know while this you know just this past couple weeks so you know y'all are part of like a really big milestone in our house yeah it's a big deal and he was six and a half and let me tell you <laughs> that that breastfeeding relationship changed every friggin month 
it was never, ever, ever the same as it was the one month before. From newborn to one, two, three, four, five, six, it constantly changed. And you just got to, you, you know, you got to change with it. You do. You have to just roll with it. And don't worry, because it's changing. It's fine. It's just changing. It's evolving. It's not dissolving. No. 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 It's, it's, it's just evolving. It's what happens. And kids, I mean, babies do not wean on their own, typically, before two. Yeah. And I, that was another thing I didn't know, you know, at the time. I just knew that they weren't, I couldn't get them to nurse in the morning, but I was also sitting downstairs with the TV and the toys and, yeah, you know, they're with the twins. My older son was running around and they wanted to run after him. And, you know, it's like, of course they were distracted. Who wants to sit with me? They see me all day long. Right. You know, like <laughs> they wanted to go play. But I never re- yeah. thought to myself, oh, why don't I try at night before bed when they're sleepy? You know, I just never... I was just so sad that they weaned. No. Yeah, right. Or like a warm bubble bath. Oh you yeah, know, bring bring them into the bathtub. Yep, they'll get on. They'll get on. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one to get. But it's the same as like with teething, and and during this phase, like you know, it's almost a kind of a cruel joke because breastfeeding is so hard sometimes in the beginning to get going. And then you get going and you feel like you're on this roll for like two months at least. And then they get into this distracted phase and then they start teething. And it's like yeah. it all gets jumbled in together. And you're like, oh my God, what is going on here? But uh, it's the same, you know, the same kind of thing with the teething. A lot of people feel like they're weaning and, and they're not. They're just going through something. Things are evolving. Yeah. And they're not going to starve because that's everyone. That's everyone's worry. They're not getting enough. They're starving. It's not, that's not what's happening. No, it's not. Especially when they get to be that age, they know when they're hungry. Yeah. Right. And they don't need, cause newborns need to eat constantly. Yeah. You know, they're only taking a tiny bit of milk at a time. Their body is, you know, digesting it. Breast milk is super thin. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like digesting it. And then, you know, they need to eat again. But as they get a little bit older, they're taking in a bit more. It lasts longer. It does. You know, they can hold more volume at that age. Yeah. And plus the so milk changes. They, they, they haven't eaten in like four hours. That's okay. Yeah. Fine. But, you know, the milk changes with them. So they just kind of, they get more the calories they need. Because your, your body's going to adapt to whatever it is that your baby tells it it needs. Yeah. Yeah, your body is pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy totally how cool our it bodies are! So much more than we do. Oh, like I wish I knew when I was younger. I wish I knew what freaking superheroes women were. Like it's I know, ridiculous. Yeah, because you're just made to feel like a piece of meat so much. You know. Yeah. And then it's like, oh God, wait a minute. It's not usually until people are older and have kids or something like that that they're like, whoa, wait. I'm I'm awesome. Yeah, that people actually appreciate you and go, oh, my God, this is, you know, it's amazing. I love it when I see a new family and the dad is like, or the partner is like, oh, my gosh, you know, she was amazing during labor and delivery. She was yeah. amazing. It's like, yeah, that's us, man. 
You ever doubted yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, partners that are not having babies are, like, stunned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember my friend, my high school friend, this was before I had kids, and they had, they, his wife, whatever, had a baby, and he was like, he said she was an animal. He said she was just a complete animal, like, during the whole thing, that she just, like, you know, completely left, like, normal consciousness, like, operating on instinct, like, she just looked like a wild animal. And he was so amazed by it. He was just like, he was like, it was so awesome. It's cool. And then your body can provide. Yep, it knows. And your baby knows, too. Like, they, you know, that's the other thing. Your baby knows what they're doing. Yeah. So trust yourself and trust your baby and trust your instincts. Well, I'll get you through it. Yeah, and don't listen to all those people who are like, oh, my God, they're not getting enough. Oh, you really need to, you know, give them... Coca-Cola. <laughs> you so, can say lots of weird things. Put all, put all that rice cereal in their bottle. Uh, help them sleep. Don't, don't do that. Grosses me out. The mama that I saw this afternoon, whose baby is four months old and you know distracted and up more eating at night and all this stuff, and um, she was telling me that her mother-in-law wanted her wants her to stop breastfeeding. And, oh, it's too much trouble. It's so much trouble. Just give him a bottle. Just give him formula. You know, all this stuff. And and she put it so great. She was like, I told my husband, this is my journey. And I will determine what happens with it. It's like, good for you. Good for her. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. This is your journey. You know. Yes. The breastfeeding relationship is between the person who owns the breasts <laughs> and the person suckling on those breasts. That's all. Those are the only two people involved. Right. And that is it. So as far as distracted babies go, I think we did well with that question. We just rattled on about it for... (laughs) (laughs) Hope you guys weren't hoping to hear something else tonight or this week for for babies. Distracted babies. Anyone still confused about distracted babies, let us know. Yes, definitely let us know. But just remember, you know, this is normal. Encourage it. It means your baby's growing and developing and they're learning new things and they're just seeing what's going on in the world. It's a really exciting time for your baby. It really is. It's cool. It is. It means it's working. Exactly. It means it's working. And uh, next time we're going to do more questions. So, and we're going to probably try to put a couple in each each episode, I think. Yes, because you guys are sending questions in, which is awesome. Yes. So we want to get your answers to your questions. So, um, yeah, we're going to tackle, I think we might try to tackle two next time. Yeah, I think we are going to. We did this one um, this time, I think, because I had just had a situation where I had a bunch of babies that were in that same, same place. So, well, And also, this is such a huge common question. Yeah. So it deserves its own episode because it's such a big big question of y'all so definitely keep sending in those questions or stories we love to hear your stories we'll talk about those too if you have a story you want to share and um and we will see you next time bye bye bye